give this a go, I guess. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. Well, get ready, buddy. Heck yeah. Get ready. That's the outro. <laughs> TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What is up, Matthew and fellow nerdy misfits? Hello, everyone. Not too much. This is the, uh, I don't even want to say a long-weighted episode, but... Uh, this is our <laughs> recap slash synopsis slash review. review slash thoughts of... The future. Secret Invasion. Yeah. Which is a MCU television show on Disney+. Plus. Lasting six episodes that just ended last week. As if we're recording this, and last week for when this episode comes out. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, it focuses on Nick Fury as like kind of like the main character. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and spoilers ahead. Spoiler ahead. So, Just if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Go watch it. For, if know, you don't okay. feel like watching it and you kind of want to know what happens in the MCU, I don't blame you. So, stay. <laughs> we will try our best to explain what happened, kind of. Yay. So, overall, what, what, did, what did you think, Matt? What did you think of the show? A solid okay. Yeah, it was okay. Not the worst of the Disney Plus Marvel shows, but no, not the sure. best. A nice yeah. soft middle. Like, the story was coherent enough that... It was fun to follow Nick Fury, too. Some, yeah. It was a change of pace. Definitely. It was not a coming-of-age story. And Samuel Jackson is awesome. What a banger of an actor. Ever. Heck yeah. So, that was... And Young. Got to see Young yep. Samuel L. Jackson, which I'm sure a lot of the budget went to, for sure. Yep, which we'll get into. <laughs> but... Yeah, it um basically starts to an- I want to say answers questions, but sometimes some in a way it doesn't, but for simplicity let's say it answers some questions from some uh post-credit scenes from some past MCU movies. Yep. Because it's heavily focused on the scrawl that are on planet Earth that have who are been. shape-shifting aliens correct and we've seen i can't even remember what film it was but we see that one of the spider-man movies we see that nick fury and maria hill and maria hill were never there it was talos and his wife yeah because they got blipped yeah and they took over correct i think that is the end of no way home yeah i think because nick fury's in that movie for spider-man yeah so i'm assuming so it starts to answer some questions in regards to what's going on with these aliens. It also answers a question of what's kind of going on with Nick Fury. And it's hint it's it's not even just hinted, it's just straight up mentioned that Nick Fury is not the same after he's was blipped. Yeah. Both obviously physically, because well, if you think of everything that happened during mm-hmm. that part of the MCU, there's some alien invasion as usual. Classic. Avenger level events usually do involve an alien invasion. <laughs> what? But yeah, just he's older, weaker, and mental is just, I would say, not as crisp, you know? Yeah. Because Nick Fury is, he's one of those characters. I, I said this to you off uh, the podcast, but Nick Fury is kind of just Batman in a way. Where if you're a Batman fan, you know you would get this, which is Batman needs to know everything everything Mm -hmm. he bruce just has to know everything that's going on he needs to know the weakness and have a contingency plan for everything that's he's just kind of crazy like that which is obviously i forget what the story is called but there's the one story where uh all of the powers or all of the uh who is it mirror master that gets into the batmobile and takes all of the secrets of how to beat the justice league Oh, I know what you're talking about, too. Is it Mirror Master? Someone gets, basically, the finds Bruce's plans of how to take out every single yeah. Justice League member, and but there's no way to take out Batman. And at the end, when everything is all hunky-dory, they're like, they're like, there's no one we trust more, I guess, Batman, than you to have this information. But, like, what 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 do we do for you? Like, what's what's how how do we defeat you and he's like well that's why we have the justice league yeah 
That um that particular point right there happened at the end of Forever Evil. Mm-hmm. I know that because you see all the chests like he has all like the little containers that have everyone's symbols on it. Yeah. And it's just, just like a throwaway line, but like it's, it's also so not, it's also it's, so badass. Yeah. Where he's just like that's why the Justice League exists. The Justice League exists to take out Batman, confirmed. Correct. But that's just what Nick Fury is. Other than being he's still a badass, but he's not as crazy into it as Bruce. Mm-hmm. But he gives off that vibe of I need to know everything. I'm have a plan for everything. I know how to react to everything because I'm I think I'm smarter and I'm always ahead. Yeah. Which is one of Bruce's flaws, I would say. Because they're not always ahead. And obviously it's one of Nick Fury's flaws, which he never took it to the being blipped away into consideration, yep. which had a massive effect on him. And he isn't one step ahead of everyone during this show, which is, it's like nerfed. He's like a nerfed Yeah, Nick exactly. The other thing is there's both scrawls on his side, but scrawls, there's a whole bunch of scrawls against him. And we learned during this story that one of the ways that Nick Fury had so much information and was able to get so much information was because he had Skrulls working under him doing a bunch of underhand tactics to get information. Yep. Plus, Nick Fury clearly doesn't have the same power within the, the government, government that as he, used he did. To, as is revealed throughout the show. Of course. So that's kind of a quickie first touch of what it covers. But the... Other part of the story is there Nick Fury's friend who's a scrawl, who is uh, Talos. Talos, is kind of pushed out by his people mm-hmm. as no longer the leader. They no longer trust him or and Nick Fury at that. Um, and they start following a new person who whose name is I forget. But oh, uh like Gavik or whatever. Yeah. And he's a little bit more aggressive. Just a little bit. He's much more of the, I'm going to take over the planet kind of level of villain. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they're all following him. And it's a matter of trying to find out who is, who isn't a Skrull, who's feeding who information. We've had some pretty significant reveals, pretty significant deaths. Yep. Within this short, honestly, within this short series, there were a lot of events that will reveals that will uh, will echo throughout the mcu for sure one of the big ones is what what, what's going to happen with nick fury in general and i'm and i'm saying this as samuel l jackson's character of nick fury Mm -hmm. what will happen him in future mcu films on top of that we have kobe smolder's character she died she died which was maria hill who if you don't read comics is a big deal in I know S.H.I.E.L.D. in the MCU no longer is a thing after the Hydra takeover. But in comics is a massive character. And has been for a while. So the fact that they killed her off, that could just be Coldy Schmulders wanting to It could be a contract thing, yeah, for sure. But also at the same time, like if they're going away from... Because of the way the phase is going, it seems to be like more like a bigger plot point. Like S.H.I.E.L.D. is not going to be involved. Yeah. Which S.H.I.E.L.D. is now Saber... Basically, kind of, yeah. Anyways, but Saber feels like just in. It feels really filler. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's part of Saber, well, and we just we don't see it nearly as much as we've saw Shield through the early, what, first three phases of the MCU. Definitely Shield the first is, two. Shield is always present. Yeah, always there. I mean, we even had the Shield show, but yeah. they were always in a lot of the movies somewhere. Obviously, they were needed to build the Avengers, but then they were still around yeah. past that, past the original Avengers. Saber was also talked about, too, in WandaVision. Like, I, I don't know what the acronym stands for exactly. Let me see if I can pull it up here quick. Because it has to do... Because it shows up, I think, in the series finale of WandaVision. Yeah, so... Um, in the comics. Okay, so this is the equivalent of S.W.O.R.D. from yep. the comics. Because S.W.O.R.D. in the comics is a subdivision of S.H.I.E.L.D. that operates in space. And it's Saber, for some reason in the um mcu mcu but i'm just trying to the sentient world observe observation response department basically trying to stop alien invasions that says because that seems to be uh earth's issue yeah pretty much it also does not say what saber stands for apparently but we get the idea yeah it's that it's a 
task force put together to oh, intergalactic keep off, off or off Earth people from yeah, Earth, basically. Because uh, what's her face in Captain um, Marvel? Not, not Captain Marvel. Uh, Monica Rambeau's character. Oh, um, she. Um, I think in the trailer of the Marvel, she's at that station. Oh, okay. So yeah. now we obviously know that Nick Fury is in, um, in the Marvels. In the Marvels, he's in the trailer. Maybe. Yeah. So this is kind of like, I'm assuming it's a little bit of his epilogue. Like I'm assuming secret. It'll probably takes cover place. a lot of what, and it'll give us a better idea of what Saber's doing. Exactly. What their goals are, who the threats are, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. But back to Earth, we've got. We learned that. While Nick Fury was blipped, after the blip, after re blipped, <laughs> anti blipped, <laughs> reverse blipped, <laughs> reverse blipped, he basically sounds like he has a mental breakdown, goes, creates, uh, has a, goes up into for Saber and just is no contact with anyone. Disappears from the universe. And everyone, Talos and Maria Hill are both just like, WTF, dude. Like, you never call. <laughs> yeah. Where you been, girl? And during that time, Talos lies to Nick Fury and brings what sounds like millions of his race to Earth. Yep. Which is bad. No bueno. Because that means millions of people could not be that people. Yes. In simplicity terms. The President of the United States could be not a person. Obviously, we learned that he is a person. He's a regular human. Yep. But that's just the level of how high some of these, uh, how high they've achieved in a lot of world governments. That yep. they have infiltrated very high and ranking years, spots. So. Yeah. And it is a massive domino effect. There is no lie about that. So I'll, I want to talk about a few things i didn't quite like which i feel feel was the common um feeling towards which is roadie yep it would appear post civil war that's what i was gonna ask yes when do you think he was taken based on when he's rescued and he can hardly walk makes me think he was taken during recovery at the hospital that's my thought process as well after Civil War. Right? Because in Civil War, we see that he's walking again, but not he's not walking. He's going through therapy and getting to walk again. Mm -hmm. So my thought process is that's roughly when he was taken. But that means those deep moments we got during Endgame when Tony Stark dies, because Rhodey is Tony Stark's best friend. I don't know if it feels like that, during the MCU so much. Well, I think it's just because he's also part of the government, right? Yeah. But he... And yeah, he takes his role seriously. And yeah. so he's kind of that wall that Tony bumps into. But you can almost say he's the... He's that friend that tells Tony how it is and isn't going to sugarcoat it. And mm -hmm. isn't going to take Tony's shit. He doesn't care that Tony's rich. He doesn't care who Tony Stark is or Iron Man is. He's going to tell Tony, no, you can't do that. Or, you know, put on a suit and beat him up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do think we are going to get more answers of that in, I want to say it's phase six. I think it's a movie that's going to be coming out called Armor Wars. And that's when we're going to see... Maybe more road stuff. Yeah. Unless it's not even... Yeah, so it's not... Oh, yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah, the Armor Wars description is literally just... Um, Rhodey must confront one of Tony Stark's greatest fears when Stark Tech falls into the wrong hands. Which I mean... So we're going back to Iron Man 1. Basically the plot of Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Spider-Man 3. No, uh, Iron Spider Man, Man 2, sorry. Iron Man 3... Oh, that was extremist the wrong stuff. Hands. <laughs> um, That's more like Tony has having mm, like a... Break. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, okay, so, so we'll get more late in like a couple answers. years. Yeah. But oh yeah, we just have to wait a couple years. Classic but, MCU. But some... I did feel like a lot of people were not happy knowing that that wasn't the real Rhodes. Yeah. Because think about it now. So he's been captured. They finally get him released. Also, aren't all of those people like in a massive radiation area? Because the Skrulls are not affected by radiation at all. So they were like in Russian nuclear uh, sites that were 
I think, yeah, like, but that's why I've tried to like rush them out. I think at the end, yeah, know, but there were some of them were there no, for years. Yeah, but no, because they were in, like the little like they were fine because they were like in little pods. Sure, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I know. What sounds you mean. like yeah, they yeah. had high radiation exposure. Yeah, but he's gonna go back to the hospital, I assume, and he will learn that Tony's dead via that way, and that mm-hmm. a scrawl fought with the Avengers against. Thanos, I guess. That's what I mean. That's the big question, right? Like, that's where it kind of gets, like, iffy on his story. I think because they also show that, like, the scrolls like, take the memories kind of thing like that. Yep. So, they, so they know who they're pretending to be. Yeah, they know all the... Yeah. They have the thoughts of what... All the information they need, mm-hmm. basically. But the weird thing is, why would he... I guess, at the end of the day, the scrolls, if Thanos got to live... He was an endangered. He was a dangerment to them as well. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would fight with the Avengers. I yeah. So that's the big thing. I did find it. I think it was. I was reading one like post, and it was just like a meme post of like, wow, it's crazy how in Endgame they just go to like this exerted planet where Thanos is just chilling by himself, and they just kill him. And they're like, wouldn't that be a nice planet for the Skrulls? Oh well. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. And it just like, oh, like, this oh. a massively abandoned planet that no one's living on. Perfect. Oh well. Sucks to suck. I guess. Captain Marvel's not looking hard enough. Marvel's doing but she found it. Yeah, that's she's the one who found it. Yeah, and her whole part of her goal was finding the planet for the scrolls. Correct. I think that's also (laughs) a Nick Fury thing, though. Yeah, that is the honor because did he? Because well, to be fair, that was he was still blipped at that point. Yeah, but I definitely but 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 she would know that Nick Fury isn't actually looking for a planet for them. Exactly. He like Nick Fury likes having the scrolls to be able to figure stuff out. Hundred percent. Which we also learned that Nick Fury used the Skrulls to gather Avengers DNA. All of DNAs, not just the Avengers. Yeah, not just any superhero being. Yeah, any super being. Villain, hero, etc. Grabbed their DNA at post fights in the background and created a, for lack of a better term, superhero serum, I guess. Yeah. But a mix of all of them. Yes. Which is just crazy. Also sounds very Nick Fury. <laughs> I mean, come on. He had literally called it the harvest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what a good name. Beautiful. Um, and this is the goal of the main villain, yeah, I guess, his, is to, gra- to get the harvest, but also to give, to make Skrulls super Skrulls. So they can become a super Skrull. Basically so that the Avengers will never be a problem yeah. for them, which the Avengers never get called because the Avengers never get called during events that aren't in those actors exactly. contracts of course i mean no it's just because nick fury wants to handle it himself right Gosh. classic and they even mention it they're like where's your avengers and he's like i don't need the avengers or and then i, I think another time he says something like i need to s- i created this mess i'm gonna clean up this yeah. mess but there it, it was probably an avengers level event realistically arguably so but at the same time when you think of like the core avengers right now where the heck is everyone? Yeah, that's a good point. Where is he? Because you got to keep in mind, right? So he's been, Nick Fury's been chilling in space, right? So does he know that there's a new Black Panther? Because that's all happening in Wakanda. He doesn't know about Namor and stuff. That all basically happened in Wakanda. He's not worried about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he so probably he's knows, not. Though. He probably he's knows. He's Nick Fury. But he isn't going to pay attention to that. Um, in theory, he would know that there was a female Thor that showed up. But then that all happened in space. So gosh only knows about that. So he doesn't care about that. We know that Captain Marvel's somewhere doing something. Yep. Um, he probably doesn't even know who Shang-Chi is. <laughs> no, but he probably knew all of the, the real rings. Mandarin. Yeah, of the real Mandarin, all that lore and everything like that. Yeah. He definitely already knew about that. Um, he the, definitely knew about the Mandarin. So Big question is, what is Nick Fury doing when it comes to that giant freaking... Um, oh, my God. What are they called? It's the Eternals thing, and they destroy the one, and it's just chilling in the... Oh, the, in yeah, our, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's a big thing, but he probably doesn't care about Doctor Strange right How now How much either. do we see Nick Fury pass this Marvel's movie? What do you mean? Sorry. How often are we going to see or will we see Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury post-Marvel's movie? Oh, post that movie? I don't... Do they kill him? I don't think he'll die, but I think he will kind Cause of... Because this also leads into another question of mine. How do the Avengers assemble? Who assembles the Avengers? I'm a... I, Based on what we know, it sounds like it's supposed to be Nick Fury yeah, still. In theory, yeah. But you look at you look at the lineup here for the, the movies, for example, right? So we're in phase five. 
Yeah. Let me scroll back up to this list here. Oh, this is the TV shows. We don't want the TV shows. We want the list of the cinematic. Okay, so right now we're sitting in phase five. Phase five just started early this year. So we got the Ant-Man movie, the Guardians movie. Then we got the Marvels coming out in November. And then these are all the movies that come out before we get the a new Avengers movie. We have the Marvels. Then we got Deadpool 3. Then we got Captain America Brave New World. And then we got the Thunderbolts movie. And then we got Blade. And then we got Fantastic Four. And then we get the Avengers movie. So we have like four brand new team-ups basically happening before this. Because you have the Marvels, which are the trio. You have Deadpool 3, which gosh only knows how that's going to fit into everything else. Is Deadpool going to actually be like an Avenger though? I don't think he's going to be an Avenger, but he's going to be bringing in the X-Men, which will definitely That's important. The bringing in of X-Men. Yeah, that'll pop off in like the sixth Avengers movie. Yeah. When the big, big team-up's got to happen again, of course. Because they got to try and outdo what they did in Endgame. You know? I don't know if that's possible at all. I don't think so either. Um, then you got Captain America Brave New World, which has Falcon as new Cap, and then I'm assuming his Falcon protege will become... Because in the Winter, the Falcon Winter Soldier show, you get introduced to like uh, his buddy that's also in the army. And in the comics, that guy becomes the new Falcon after Sam Wilson becomes the new becomes Captain America. Captain America, yeah. So you got that trio, and Winter Soldier's probably going to be in the Captain America movie too. And then you get the Thunderbolts, which is... The thing that bugs me, because the Thunderbolt movies has like a weird group, because Thunderbolts is basically, in the comics, it's usually a bunch of villains becoming good, and it's usually led by Thunderbolt Ross from time to time, Um, but in uh, the MCU, this is the team that's going to happen. You have Bucky Barnes, you have the Winter Soldier, you have Ghost from Ant-Man 2, you have US Agent who is the guy from the end of... So it's a Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, it's their version of Dark Avengers. Because mm-hmm. I think you have Valentina, who's Madame Hydra. You have Yelena, who is um, the other Black Widow. You have Red Guardian, and then you have Taskmaster. What a group. And I'm like, why did you... What? Why? Yeah, unnecessary. It just seems aggressive. And I'm like, I don't understand what the point of this was. Um, but yeah, so you're going to have that team up. And then you get the Blade movie, which... I don't know what characters we're going to go to the Blade movie. And then we get the Fantastic Four movie. And then we get the next Avengers movie. And there's going to be, like I said, like the fact that we're having a, a Fantastic Four movie, like that's four big characters right there that we're going to see. Yeah, well, and that's if it's more. only four. Yeah. We could easily get the the kids. Could get the kids. Could the get Richard's kids. Von Doom. Like there's a lot... Well, yeah, we can get introduced to Victor, and I think Victor is definitely going to be a Avengers level villain at some point. I don't, I don't think we see another Doctor Doom as the villain, uh, Fantastic Four movie. I think we get introduced to him, and maybe hints of them dealing yeah. with him before. So then, who do you think is going to be the villain of the first Fantastic Four movie? That's a good question. Not sure. Because like the thing is that. They've kind of set up, because in the comics, the Fantastic Four are good, decently good friends with the Inhumans, which have already been introduced. Zatu, which has already been introduced. Um, when the Torch is dating Medusa. Yeah, that's a big thing, too. But the Inhumans first appeared in the Fantastic Four comic. Right. Before they had their own comic and stuff. And then also, um, like, Mole Man, maybe? Because that was, like, the first villain. But I really don't know, like, without going Vox and Victor Von Doom or Galactus. Yeah, the... the- or even, yeah, I mean, bringing in the Silver Surfer feels like you would have to bring in Galactus at the yeah. same time. Um, they can't really do the Super Scroll because that's a big thing in the comics, too, is the Super Scroll was able to have their four abilities. We so have a Super Scroll. We have we have various Super Scrolls now. Um, so why not? Exactly. I guess. That would be a good way of connecting kind of what's going on with the Super Scrolls because we're just supposed to accept that there's these immensely powerful scrawl existing now yeah i mean the one they could do which is a very weird one is i think his name is the wizard and he creates a a group of villains called the frightful four what's funny is i don't find the fantastic four to be an overly exciting team no but their villains are their top good villains are top tier like their villains become avenger level villains yeah galactus galactus and dr doom are easily top tier they 
Avengers villains. Kang as well, because Kang, Kang is, is a, yeah, a sure. relative of freaking Mr. Fantastic. Um, the Super Scroll, that's big. Namor was one of his original villains too. Um, Claw, who's already been in the movies, he's dead, I think. So we like they introduce a lot of villains. Yeah. But no one wants to see just the Fantastic Four fight him, I think. No. I could be wrong. I mean, yeah, we could but see. I would rather see the Avengers fight Doctor Doom. I don't want everyone involved. You know what I mean? Like I want to have I want to have the MCU's version of the Illuminati show up. That'd be cool. Because we're We did get the Illuminati though. We got the Illuminati, but we didn't get like For those who the <laughs> comics Illuminati. Matt did quotes over the Illuminati as he said that. But we got the Illuminati. We did. But it was more of an Easter egg. Yeah. Because in the comics, it's supposed to be like the smartest minds altogether, which they kind of do. Yeah. Uh, they do. I mean, like it's the, still... Is Captain Marvel one of the smartest minds? I Not in the comics, traditionally. Because um, that was the only real outlier feeling yeah. in that Illuminati. Yeah. And we didn't have a Tony Stark either. But he's dead. Yeah, but it was the multiverse. You're right. He's the multiverse, <laughs> so he'd be alive. Because traditionally in the comics, it's Namor. Black Panther. Uh, Tony Stark, Mr. Fantastic, Black Bolt, Doctor Strange, Xavier, uh, Beast, and Black Panther. That is usually like the big ones. And obviously there's members that come and go and everything yeah, like there's that. A, it's like a rotating door. Of- yeah. But basically it is the smartest minds. Um, and to me, like you have Namor, even though he's kind of a anti-hero villain-esque character. Yeah. We're going to have to, we're going to have Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. You have Mr. Fantastic. You're going to end up having Namor. Um, Black Bolt is still around, I think. I've never watched the Inhumans show, so I don't really know where he lies in the grand scheme of everything. I don't know if I saw that the actor signed, but I know that the actor's interested in incoming, returning and reprising his role as. That's fair. So you have him. You have Strange. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Tony's dead, but that could be replaced with... Spider-Man or Ironheart. Or Ironheart. Um, Black Panther, obviously, we'll just have like the, the new one. Yep, which um, works. Which works perfect. Um, and then if Beast comes fair, in... To uh, she seemed more... Smarter. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. T'Challa anyways, like he did not... There's something about the MCU and not giving credit to the intelligence of some characters. I agree, which we've discussed before. We've discussed with Spider-Man, but yeah, Black Panther similarly is supposed to be one of the most intelligent people on mm-hmm. the planet. But I don't know if anyone got that vibe. No, they definitely think that he's like smart, but not to the extent of, yeah, not like a genius, mm-hmm. but and his sister does. Yeah, at least. I guess it's hard to portray though in a movie other than using tech. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're good with tech. They've made techie things like that. Just is an easy way of being like, look at how smart they are. Exactly. Which not everyone can be smart with just making tech. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's just. I think another thing, big thing to keep in mind too, if they do were to were to bring in the Illuminati. In the comics, one of the main reasons the Illuminati was brought in is because each of them held on to one of the Infinity Stones. Ah, yes. That was like a big thing for a bit too. And then they said they were going to destroy them and, you know, story. They never did. Shocker. Crazy concept. Although, with the X-Men coming in... Anything is possible. Charles Xavier in his cool floaty chair. Yeah, I don't know if Patrick Stewart will still be up to do it, but that's fair. You're right. If James McAvoy wants to come back, I'm down for that too. Do we take a third run at the Phoenix? I hope not. No, you're not feeling it. No, no, I am not. <laughs> you don't think the MCU can maybe do the story right? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, how about Avengers versus X Men? If they were to do that as like phase seven, I'd be totally kind of like a new civil war esque, but a lot bigger and a lot more complicated. It would be very complicated. That would be sick though. If done well, it's unfortunate. It'll never be to the comic standard. Like we, like we learned from civil war. Well, one civil war is just massive. There was no way that was ever going to be, but it's also unfortunate that Chadwick Bosman passed away. The gentleman that played black Panther, because I would have loved to see the Storm and Black Panther relationship. Because that was a big effect in we can have Storm Avengers with the term Black Man. Panther. Why not? We could. I agree. Um, 
But I think it was fun to see that in the comics where like, because Storm was obviously an X-Men and Black Panther was obviously Avengers. So like that actually led to their divorce in yeah. the comics. It was a significant, a big, like, just to show you. Yeah, exactly. And there was other characters like Wolverine. Well, it just shows their stance also, yeah. right? Like Storm is, no. My people. These are my people. Yeah. I don't care. Exactly. But even like, yeah, like Wolverine was a character that was both an X-Men and Avenger. So we'll see what happens. I think uh, that's so. definitely a storyline that can be pushed, though. Now, uh, definitely, yeah. Especially, it really depends how Deadpool three is gonna affect the MCU. I'd say, what, d- yeah. Does it set up anything? Is it really only its? Is it is Deadpool three gonna be more of a? Oh yeah, these things have existed this whole time. <laughs> just were never used. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> or will there actually be events in Deadpool? to lead up to other movies because for me i feel like deadpool kind of feels like its own thing it's just kind of a way of showing that there are mutants in the mcu now i definitely think that but you also got to keep in mind that at the end of deadpool 2 we see that um that he's able to just jump from like timeline to timeline or like because he breaks the fourth wall obviously yeah and goes to like in quotations different timelines but different like time travel-esque thing with the cables thing so i don't think um I don't think Cable's going to be in the third one, but I think everyone else is going to be. I'm just looking to, like, I pulled up uh, Deadpool 3, and obviously the characters we know that are coming back are Deadpool and Wolverine. Um, The girl who played Negasonic Teenage Warhead, she's obviously going to be in it as well. And here's the thing. I'm on Wikipedia, and it says those characters, Deadpool, Wolverine, Vanessa, who's the fiancé, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and then it lists a bunch of people being like, oh, reprising their roles from the previous Deadpool, so and so forth. And then, but just before that, another character is saying they're coming into this film, and it's Jennifer Garner coming back to play Elektra, which what has not heck? played Elektra since 2005 from her own movie. That's very random. But we are getting Daredevil. Exactly. Gonna get That's da- another thing. Daredevil. Are we going to see Daredevil in the MCU? Like, movie? Well, now that we have the girl who plays Ms. Marvel in the movies, I think anything is possible. Yeah. We've finally crossed that line. Yep. Which, for some reason, no one, no one had issues with the movie. They didn't seem to have issues with movie going to show, but then they had issues with show characters going, going to, to movies. movies. Yeah. Because I mean, if you look at half the show, I mean, outside of Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight, all of the shows are just movies to shows. Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, yep. Secret Invasion. Yep. Um. It's more, yeah, it's, it's more like lore building yeah. based on movie characters. Exactly. Ms. Marvel was the first one that... Went the other way. Exactly. Because even like, yeah, like Secret Invasion. None of the things with any of Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. Nope. No dice. That did not go into... Oh, I guess... Even, even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. really didn't. Because if you think of it, Agent Coulson was a movie character. Yep. And then he... And he was like the lead man in the show... But none of those show characters showed up in the movie, any of the movies. So, yeah, that's very interesting. Very weird, eh? I guess She-Hulk is kind of like a gray area. Have we seen her in a movie? We haven't seen her in a movie, but I'm saying like Hulk was in her movie to kind of like build up. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Hulk was in her show to help. Yeah, like it's... But he needed to be. He needed He's the to reason be, yeah. she became a Hulk. Exactly. Like it was. Filtered. The main thing is, will we see oh. She Hulk in in a in a movie? No idea. No idea. And what's going? Yeah, what's going on with like uh oh, yeah, Loki's the Hulk contract? I I don't know because they don't have the they didn't have the rights to Hulk. That's why we couldn't do a technical Hulk movie. But now She Hulk's like slightly different. Do they just go full She Hulk as the Hulk? They probably will. I could see that going with there because Mark Ruffalo is probably Ruffalo, up yeah. Soon. He's probably. Probably um, done, I'd assume. I'm also curious because if you look at phase four of the Marvel shows, like WandaVision, I don't think is getting a season two. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, not getting a season. The, the, most of these are just like TV specials almost, it seems. What What do you think about an Avengers level event that resets the universe in a way in which they just recast Thor, they recast Hulk, they recast Captain America? Like, I'm talking a full start over. But you don't have to do the origins of all of them because we all know about the characters and what they've been through. It's just like another universe version of them. It's like Ultimate Universe kind of situation? Well, yeah, Ultimate Universe. I'm thinking like Secret Invasion, uh, uh, 
so your wars three level event where everything's onto one world but these are the versions of them that are left well i thought that's what they were kind of doing with like in the comics when sea wars 3 happens we do like a soft reboot of the ms the marvel comics and there was the all new marvel yeah and that's when we had new characters playing certain characters which i thought for sure is where we were heading when jane foster became thor falcon became captain america yeah exactly we have she hulk we were starting over with the characters where we could be like okay we no longer have chris hemsworth as thor but we have thor exactly which we is still have thor we still have Captain an important avengers character yeah. because the problem when it comes to live action unlike comics where you can just start drawing thor again people it, age in real yeah, life people age money yep. the more popular the mcu is the more money it's going to cost to have these actors which they don't want to pay as we know yep. they don't even want to pay writers to write the good shit Ayo. and now there's acting so we know that obviously the higher ups don't want to pay these people. Yep. <laughs> so they get pushed out. And in live action, you still kind of need a Captain America. You still need Thor. You, you still, still need, need your big Spider-Man. characters. Yeah. And we just need that Secret Wars level event to just start fresh. We all know who Thor is. We all know the Thor powers that yeah. set of Thor. We all know the powers of Captain America. It's kind of that. Well, that's good why I was so shocked point. the way they ended and Thor Love and Miles, Thunder. we've talked about before. Yeah. We could just simply just have Miles be the Spider Man. Just throw him right in. We have Ironheart introduced. There's your there's your uh Iron Man suit yeah. level character. And just start from there. But it, the MCU's become so complex. That's another question I have from Secret. I know we've really gone off the rails yeah. from Secret Invasion. That's but right. I feel like for the most part we've We've covered Secret Invasion. The the, the big long story short, six episodes. Scrolls were have been on the Earth for the last thirty plus years because Captain Marvel. And the movie. main thing is for me, how many are the scrolls going to be used as a plot convenience? To plot do... convenient fixer upper for explaining certain characters being in certain places or whatever. Oh yeah, that's that because this is actually a scroll that was never them, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, I do think that there, we may run into some plot convenient writing for that, which I'm not, I'm not excited for. Other than that, other big, big, uh, impacts from the show. Maria Hill's dead. That's literally Maria Hill's dead. Rhodey was a scrawl. He's now back. Um, the president got the agent from Black Panther. This has been a scrawl, I guess for quite some time. Uh, Everett Ross. Um, and there's now superhero scrolls. Super scrolls, which have the which ability is, of various heroes and villains from the MCU is, leading up to this point. And it's kind of left on a cliffhanger of working with a different government agency within the UK. So potentially we could see Amelia Clark back as a villain, maybe. Maybe or the start of a new Avengers. She killed it, by the way. I really enjoyed Amelia Clark. Oh, she was show. great. She was great for that. Um, but yeah, there's not much else to say. I would say seven out of ten, seven and a half out yeah, of ten. Like it wasn't bad, that, not yeah. great. Like I said, not the worst, but not the did best. Ex- you know? Did did do a lot of explaining, but does make you think a lot of. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what's stopping them from just saying, "Oh yeah, this was a scrawl. This was a scrawl," et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, down yep. the line. But yeah, I do. I do. Do you think that the MCU is getting almost too complex now? Because when it was just movies, not even all of the movies, as we've discussed, mm-hmm. technically led into MCU uh, plot progression. Right? You didn't need to see Guardians of the Galaxy two at all. You could just accept that new members were part of the team. Correct. Guardians, anyways, um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Iron Man 3, you could just watch that. Uh, was it was it like a mini? Um, wasn't not the an after credit scene, it was like a mini. Um, oh, for Iron Man 3, yeah, it's basically irrelevant, but but you didn't need to watch Iron Man 3. I'm saying they no. released that. Uh, oh, All Hail the King, the yeah, short film, yeah, the yeah. short, the short that was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of what you need to know from yeah. BT dubs. Um, the thing about, but you could watch all these movies, and yes, it's a lot to watch 20 plus movies yeah but in terms of hey i watched captain america one i now understand where captain america came came from i watched this i understand where this guy came from and you know you kind of pick up the little pieces that are left behind to create 
the plot of mm-hmm. the overarching plot of the MCU. And it's easy to understand. And we've talked about this before about where the MCU is headed. But now with all these extra shows and this creating now who who was even who? It's kind of time travel and stuff like this really, really messes up uh, plots. Yeah. So what I would say to that is it all comes down, in my opinion, to how the Marvel's going to go. And the reason being is because we have yet to have any of the shows directly impact the MCU. As much as oh, Ka- I see, as I much see as Kang saying, was yeah. in um, Ant Man, and sure we see the, the post credit scene of Ant Man, and it's Loki and Owen Wilson's character um, in a random time thing of seeing a different version of Kang. We see that as a post credit scene. To me, that doesn't really count. But because if you look at the the shows, right? Um, oh, actually, no, scratch that. I am completely wrong with what I'm saying. Oh, there you go. Because Doctor Strange two, Wanda, Wanda Vision, indirectly connects with. It does, but it doesn't because they kind of sum it up in Doctor Strange being like, Wanda, you took over a town. Yeah. WTF. Oh, you're evil. Cool. And they kind of mention it. But like, you don't have to watch WandaVision to know about that. Like, you could skip WandaVision to watch Doctor Strange too. Falcon and Winter Soldier of all the shows probably seems the most important because of the new Captain America movie. But otherwise, Loki kind of doing its own thing. Doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of the MCU. What if animated show? That's multiverse. Ms. Marvel? Uh, Ms. Marvel is probably the only one that matters because of the Marvel. Captain movie. America matters. No, I'm saying like the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier one does matter, but right now Ms. Marvel is the only one that matters because she's in a being, movie. Because she's coming up in the movie, but otherwise, like She Hulk, doesn't really matter right now unless She Hulk ends up in movies. Exactly. So like it's almost like you get to pick and choose which ones you want to watch because really like i said the hawkeye one doesn't matter what if doesn't matter and yeah Loki white doesn't and really matter. Uh, yeah okay i i understand from the show but i guess my if you want to be a completionist then yeah but, it's but a what lot. about like the scrolls you don't think that we just accept what happened in secret invasion and it's just just accepting moving on well then it just feels like very bizarre writing if that this is supposed well, that's to be this why i think it all comes down to the marvels it's a very confused writing in terms of how can all these massive things be going on in the shows mm-hmm. and there's no ripple effect towards what is supposed to be a combined universe? Yeah. Well, that's the big thing about uh, the Eternals because that was just like, oh, cool, a, a team of 12 people, I think people, another basically. thing that is would be important is you mentioned that Thunderbolt Ross is rumored to be the president. Yeah, in the, the new Captain America movie. In the new Captain America movie, which would be important because that could be something that was foreshadowed within secret evasion exactly where nick fury the president decides to have basically an all-out war against the scrolls yeah, the scrolls he hates them and wants to out them and kill get rid of them off of planet earth and nick fury literally says that's one term president stuff yeah which implies that so, obviously he's not going to stay president yeah if he's replaced because of the way his reaction was yeah. or whatever at least that's some form of mm. connection with this show but secret invasion i enjoyed the story like i said the kind of seven for both of us i could see secret invasion basically being summed up in the beginning of the marvels like we see like oh a new, i see like, like oh you haven't seen secret yeah. invasion this is what happened yeah. like kamala khan and her family are watching the news and it's kind of like you just watch a newscast and it kind of sums up secret invasion and then nick fury jumps up like comes out of nowhere and they're like yo i saw you on tv like it's yeah you know what I mean? Because as saying. much as Secret Invasion could be a big plot point because of Captain Marvel's connection to the scrolls. And that is how they seem to be writing the newer MCU movies yeah. is, hey, not everyone's going to watch your shows. Exactly. So still fill it in just enough. Yep. But I think, yeah, I think it really comes down to... We'll have to, to find a non-MCU watcher. Someone who really only watches the big the movies, films yeah. and have them on and have see what the other side is like. Yeah, because we know hey, I the watch answers. these movies because they're big pop culture things and yeah. i want to be in the know but i don't care enough to watch any of the tv shows exactly or or maybe even characters that mm-hmm. they're not big fans of or the mcu even exactly for movies so maybe we'll try and pick one <laughs> we'll try and find someone within our circle that is not into marvel movies it'll be uh tough so stay tuned tough find but maybe um, we can i just think it'll be a very interesting view yeah. to have on and discuss kind of what they enjoy, what they take away from the MCU. 100%. And where they're... Because we could obviously also be just overthinking this. 
it also yeah it also because we're we have comic book background too right so we're expecting these big things to come out yeah we're like oh the x-men are coming we have yeah it's there it's thin and snow yeah. avengers versus x-men it, this has got itself yeah but then in reality like the comics we've got dr doom obviously play. dr doom can fight the avengers but like you're right it could it could literally just be the fantastic four right dr boom when we never see dr doom exactly like it's 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 all up in the air and that's the downfall of us coming from a comic book knowledge standpoint being like this is what they're totally setting up because i mean for the longest time if you guys listen to like early episodes of our podcast i go off about how they're 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 setting up the dark avengers like they have everyone they have the black widow character they have the captain america character they have the new hulk like abominations back like they were recreating the original six avengers and i'm like that is a big thing happens in the comics we are ready for this and then it's like no just kidding it's not happening. Sorry, we're doing Thunderbolts instead. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's what I wanted. But it's basically the Dark Avengers. Yeah, that's the other thing. We have so many Avengers. There's so many Avengers teams in the comics. Yep. Where we're at a point where we have so many different characters. The thing, how many top tier actors are even left to be big MCU characters? Well, that's a big question, right? Like big actors and actors that haven't been in, like what we got. One of the, like Chris Pine hasn't been yet. One of the only Chris's. Because, yeah, obviously, we have some younger actors and actresses. They're coming in, and they're doing a great job. It's just their characters aren't those A-list characters. Yeah. Ms. Marvel is not an A-list character like like a Spider-Man or, a to- or an Iron Man. What other big... I guess we'll see with the X-Men. That, I would say that that's the next big lineup of... Well, that's what I mean, right? Of There's top big tier, actors that are out there top tier characters because we need Cyclops. We need Jean yeah. Grey, potentially a new Professor Wolverine, X, a new Magneto. Because you got to keep in mind, like Jason Momoa, Daniel Radcliffe, Channing Tatum, um, Alison Brie. Like, the fact that like Blake Lively hasn't been in, I could see Ryan Reynolds trying to drag her in to be. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves as well. Jessica Chastain, Adam Sandler. If, we, if the MCU can get Harrison Ford, they can get anyone. Exactly. Guy like, apparently hates... Uh, Hates franchises. And franchises, and except Indiana Jones. Yeah. The Rock, Matt Damon. Like, there's. The Rock? Who would The Rock play? I have no idea. He would play um, Juggernaut. That would be a good one, but we already have a Juggernaut. Oh, yeah. Dang. But he'd be a good. Jensen juggernaut. Ackles. Like, he would be like. Can you imagine if he shows up to Mr. Fantastic yeah, or like for Victor sure. Von Doom, even? Like, Joseph Gordon Levitt, he'd be another great one. All right. So, what you're saying is. All the new the new wave of stars are all gonna be are all gonna be X Men or I th- mutants. I think yeah, like it's gonna have to be. That's the new wave and the Fantastic Four. That's all we have. That's the, for big people. That's what we have left. For I mean, are we, who are we missing for Avengers level heroes that are big that we haven't seen yet? I guess the other thing is we there are villains who end up getting cast as villains that you never think we're gonna yeah. be villains, and then they do a great job. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, for example. Yeah, I thought he was. He's great. great as that. Uh, Ghost Rider hasn't been brought oh, in yet. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of outside of... Uh, Bring back Nick Cage. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> great. I'd be here for it. Silver Surfer, obviously. Um, Molecule Man, The Beyonder. I'm trying to think of like other... And the other thing is they are competing with DC now. Oh, technically, Are they, though? Technically, they've always been competing with DC. But I feel like you... If you're an actor, you probably aren't doing both roles at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're cast as Batman, you're not you're not taking on an MCU role because that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a I lot agree. already. So although you're not competing, you're competing. You know what I mean? Because they're not going to do both roles. And I'm sure there's also conflict of interest clauses in a lot of those contracts where it's like, yep. you will not join Warner Brothers for any DCEU related. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. I'm trying to pull up the list, but like we've have we have a lot of the characters because we even have like the defenders already already, like they're already things, um, like Quicksilver, who already died. Yeah, it, re- he was, it really he is. He was already the Avengers. They're already in it. Yeah. yeah. I guess really it is just mutants. It's like more like B list C list character like Hellcat and Wonder Man, who is getting his own show later on. Um, Firebird, U.S. Agent, which is already in, but he's kind of a well. I guess we'll stingray. have to keep our eyes then see what ends up happening with the mutant castings what ends up happening with the fantastic four casting i guess let's leave off this secret invasion discussion with a secret invasion related topic question which is now that nick fury has now left earth again 
do is the way that they kind of because let's face it, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is not going to be Nick Fury forever. No, he's getting a little old. He's definitely also one of the longest lasting MCU actors. Yeah, he is technically the only one left alive. Well, outside of Chris Hemsworth, I guess. Like he's but, been part of the MCU for a long no, time. He's been he was in the, the first Iron yeah, Man exactly. Yeah. So he's been here forever. Yeah. Do they write him off by having him be the Watcher? I'm here for it, to be honest. I think it'd be great. Um, I'm hoping, like, as much as I love him, I think Ms. Marvel's will probably be his last performance. Yeah, it will be the last last performances of Nick Fury. Yeah, I think so. Who's going to take on the mantle of that S.H.I.E.L.D.-esque organization? Or do we just throw it to the wayside? I think it all depends how uh, Saber is in the Marvels too because Nick Fury probably has all his contacts. Yeah, I'm sure Saber, we'll probably see how so the future of that organization it's pans It's actually out. just going to be uh, what's-his-face from the Ant-Man movie, the detective mm-hmm. that is good friends with Scott Lang. I can't uh, remember his name. The one that tells the greats. I think it's like Jimmy Woo or whatever Jimmy his name Woo. is. Yeah, yeah. Because he's going to be in the Marvels as well because he's connected to Saber somehow because of the WandaVision show and everything. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll definitely see. We'll de- and we'll definitely be doing a podcast related to Marvel's Marvels, which doesn't It'll come out till November. Um, so. Also, I mean, the next big shows that we're going to be talking about would be Ahsoka, which comes out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Loki, which comes out in October. Loki eh. season two. Um, and then, yeah, and then the Marvels after that. And I think that's all the the big things for the year because I don't know if DC's gotten anything coming out. In theory, I think Aquaman's supposed to come out this year. But yeah, so overall, if you're a big MCU oh, fan, Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, Blue Beetle. That's a big one. If you're a big MCU fan, definitely I would I would say it's not it's not a waste of time. It's definitely a solid series. It's not long either is another thing. It's no, pretty, pretty easy to crank out. Uh but also like Matt mentioned, it'll probably be recapped in the Marvels. If you're not really into the MCU shows or don't have a Disney Plus subscription, you don't have to go out of your way to watch it either. If you just want that extra lore, sure, do it up. Exactly. But that's kind of our two cents about it. Yep. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. As always, there is a link in the description below to join our socials. Feel free to join our Discord. We have a questions corner where you can ask us questions on the Discord. We ran a little long on this one, so we won't do any of our own questions from the Discord, but we love answering the questions. We also give it a little check mark so you know that it's been answered and to look forward to that episode where your question is answered. Other than that, uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.